and welcome to Crimes Against Food. I'm Gloria Lind. I'm Mia Steele. And today we're going to be talking about cheese. It's an important topic. It is very important. But also a little a little worrying, a little a little scary. Because we don't know that much about it. I have to say, it, it felt like a topic we should address yeah. because there's such there's such a lot to say about it. And I have to say, I was sat there doing the research for this show, going, it won't go in, it won't go in, ren it, ren it, I must remember, ren it, curds, way, ren it, <laughs> press, curds, way, ren it, uh, and I fear, you know, for the cheese makers out there, yeah. I've just got to say, got a lot of respect. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's, that's pretty good. But before we start the show, I suppose there's a couple of apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, we haven't made a show in the while. That, w- that would be my first yeah, apology. It feels like quite a while. It has been quite has a it? while. Sorry. Um, yeah. I'm in Life a sh- gets in the way sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm in a show. I'm sorry. I got... <gasps> yeah. yeah, I've not even asked you how it's been going. Oh, I'm <laughs> such a crap friend. I'm so sorry. I'm coming to see you on Tuesday. That's good. Oh. Um, talk about that later. Uh, (laughs) And yeah. And the other thing is that there was a correction on the forums in the last, um, episode we put out food on film. I said that like water for chocolate was, uh, written by Isabel Allende. It's not, it's written by Layla, somebody who I've just forgotten the name of, which is, but I just, I just like to, I just like to apologize there that that's an important error to correct. And I, I wouldn't like anyone to labour under some kind of misapprehension. So, yeah, just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> I was speaking out of my mind. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we could start off yeah. in, in our time-honoured style, really, by talking about, you know, what is it? What is? What is cheese? <laughs> what is cheese? The big why. <laughs> Let's ask ourselves the big question. The eternal what is? Because I just accept it like some gift from the heavens yeah, yeah, that cheese accepts. Like, you know, where That's does it. cheese come from? That's it it comes from the supermarket. It's such a mystical process. <laughs> like you can make bread yourself. And, and, yeah. and, and you've, see, you've seen adverts for chocolatiers on the TV for years and they're churning this and that and the other. And you understand that it's some kind of process. Mm. But with cheese, it's just there. And I remember as, as a child, people saying to me, well, you know, milk products. And I'm thinking, well, milk products. There's milk, obviously. <laughs> Um, what else falls under that? Cream? The bit of cream on top of the milk? I don't understand what you're talking about. Could not make the connection between hard cheeses and milk. Absolutely not. I thought that was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. It, it's crazy. Did you know? Cheese fact. Go cheese on. fact, fact fans. Fact me. It's for every 10 litres of milk, you get about like one litre of cheese or like one pound of cheese. You have to mm. like 10, 10 kilos of milk. You get one kilo of cheese. That's how much milk it uses. That's a lot. I know. It kind of explains the, the high fat content though, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It does. And, and a whole lot of the things. So I suppose we could try and say, I could try and explain what mm-hmm. I learned because everywhere, everywhere, when you start looking into this, everyone goes, cheese, it's a science, yes, but it's also an art, the alchemy of yeah, cheese. Alchemy, that's a good word, yeah, of cheese. And a story that I always really liked that has to do with this is I had this interview with this guy mm-hmm. um, who ran a very small, a small 
dairy cheese. What do you call a cheese making place? A cheesarium. A cheese. Did you just? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think, I think Mia just made that up. I wouldn't take that as gospel. No. no. In fact, I think I, I, that was like that's the anti-gospel. That's from the Big Book of Lies. I just opened. <laughs> Yeah, we have one on the show. It's the Big Book of Lies. Ah, <laughs> oh, like Water for Chocolate was written by Elizabeth Lalendi. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't know me, I'm five foot one and I weigh six stone. <laughs> <laughs> and Roald Dahl is my dad. <laughs> He's still, still walking the earth. I'm writing stories for him. It's all fine. God, where, where did I go? I, back, I don't back know. To cheese, back to yeah. cheese. So, you begin the process with milk. Mm. So, so to eight-year-old Mia, right? <laughs> cheese is a milk product. <laughs> you say so, but you uh, say lots of things like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the water's not blue, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I That's know, crazy. I know. I just tell you all these outrageous <laughs> things, and um, yeah, and it can be any type of milk. And then the fascinating you start to get into all this like fascinating stuff because you know, also the same with milk. I'm like, milk. Where does milk come from? The supermarket or the milkman in a bottle and it's always the same and it has like the same mm. kind of consistency and you either get you know unless you get you know you get green milk for semi-skimmed or red milk for skimmed <laughs> but no. apparently no it depends on the animal what the animal's eaten you know where the animal grazes this actually makes much sense i mean that this is gonna sound like a bit of a crass comparison but There'd be more obvious differences, surely, between the output of an animal that ate one thing compared to the output of an animal that ate another than, than say, between two vines in neighbouring fields that had exactly the same kind of climate, but one happened to have a lavender bush half a mile down the road closer to it than the other one. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it does. surely there's, there, are, there are really big differences. Yeah, if you eat fatty, if you eat really good grass with lots of, you know, energy in it, then you're going to be fat. So then you kind of produce more richer milk <laughs> sorry i'm just laughing because um uh, uh, later <laughs> later on in the show i have to confess it i have to confess it now in in talking about this cheese and all mm -hmm. this milk and the animals and the grazing and in my head i've got this image of this little alpine pasture and there's a little goat it's like heidi <laughs> heidi yeah <laughs> and there's a goat and it's eating like clover and mm. stuff and i'm looking at this cheese board because yes I made a cheese board. I couldn't. Did. We couldn't have a show it's about a cheese. Well. I mean, the, the, it's glorious. It's like yourself, colourful, yet there's some delicacy there. I'm not overwhelmed by the cheese. It's in the right portions. It's got nice accompaniments. If, if I'd have served it, it would have been the entire blocks of everything in one big breeze block thing, like, like a house of cheese <laughs> on a board brought to you, like a, a cheese cottage. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I've got a mouthful of cheese. But... I can't believe she, she was laughing because I, in an appalled look at her, she just scraped chutney onto a cracker and then got some goat's cheese and put that on top of it. And and I was I was talking and she was making crackers in double layers of nice things, <laughs> and not even bothering to do hold her end of the show, which is your idea basically, Gloria. <laughs> and so then I kind of childishly snatched a tiny wedge of cheddar to make up for it. <laughs> cracker was good. I yeah. enjoyed it. Thanks. Uh, so. We get to the we get to the milk. Yeah. And and now, different. Sorry, I was, I was about to say uh, at some point are we going to talk upon pasteurized versus non? Yes, apparently that comes in the stage of the process when you're starting to yeah when you get the milk in the vats and right. you're you're adding the rennet. 
Because just this is an, another one of our little tangents. But how else would we fill up all the time? We do rambling on if I didn't occasionally <laughs> do this. Um, I read in a paper there's something of a health craze in the states and and in England too and maybe other places. I'm not really sure. Like um, unpasteurized milk. People because it's it's actually against the law to 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 market it because it is, it, isn't it? It, it? it could be dangerous apparently. But lots and lots of people like they're going black market with it. They're buying raw milk. <laughs> Does that make sense? If I say raw milk, bizarre. But yeah, you know, straight from the teat, from the teat to the to to the to the owner, whatever, to the drinker, and um, and they're literally they're buying it on street corners in in kind of bottles without government stamps on and things. Uh, yeah, it's bizarre. But apparently there there are these weird health benefits. I'm sure I'm sure it's all some kind of thin guru of of losing weight said oh the yeah but yeah non-pasteurized milk because you'll get botulism stone, that'll uh, yeah. that'll uh, help you but having said that you see i've just got to consult my book of lies Go on. but i i i'm sure i understand that in some parts of the U- the u.s you can't actually get non-pasteurized cheese even in the uk you can get non-pasteurized cheese mm. i've never seen non-pasteurized milk for sale but you can get well, non-pasteurised sure cheese. Applies. I mean, I, yeah. I, I bet it's some kind of milk product thing they've said. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. Yeah, man, I've never had like an unpasteurised uh, soft cheese. Oh man, I had once. It was a pinnacle of cheese. I can't even remember what kind of what kind of cheese it was, but it was it was from the it was from <laughs> Fresh and Wild, which is this really expensive uh, store in London. And I went there on my lunch and I bought this unpasteurized soft cheese and oh. it was delicious, was it? really good. But I took it back to our office. Our office didn't have a fridge. Well, I didn't want to fridge it anyway. I wanted it at room temperature. But it was quite stinky. <laughs> <laughs> and we had like a separate storeroom. So to say, <gasps> to, 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 to spare the noses of... Cheese bombed them. <laughs> I did. To spare the noses of my colleagues, I, I put it in the storeroom thinking that can't disturb them there. And no. Oh, about and, and no, a day later, they no, sprung up a Half cheese an hour later, they were like, what is that smell? <laughs> Has something died? <laughs> I have the best cheese story. It's not about me personally, but one of my really good friends who's, um, who has a girlfriend now, but there was a period of time when he didn't and he really wanted one. And, and, and it was kind of pu- pursuing without real haste a few, a, a few kind of poor members of our sex and one of them he likes to send girls things in the post you see what's coming (laughs) don't you so he sent um, i know what's coming this is a good story there's a girl lives in manchester and he sent her brie in the post (laughs) wait no wait with with a cd of songs that that he thought she might like which is very sweet and he's really good at he's 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 like he's he's kind of very musical and has got a, a good ear but um but the cheese thing i must admit i had a hand in it because he said to me do you think this is probably a shit idea pardon my language and i said no i think it's winning Send, send her the cheese. I would love that if you said, you know, you'd had a big conversation. Basically, they'd had a conversation about the best type of brie you could get. And, um, and, and you know, it's, it's from a particular farm in France and it's a particular brand and it's probably endorsed by Louis Fifteenth or some ridiculous thing. And, and so he, he had a bit of this expensive brie and he wanted to send it to her, but she missed the postman. So she had to go and pick the parcel up after it had been sat in the post, post office for maybe a couple of days. She took it back to the office unwrapped it she was like the smell was already emerging from beneath the plastic it was that bad and um, she said she got she went into a lot of trouble at work so so she called him back his name's ben hi ben and um 
And, and, and he said he was expecting some kind of, you know, enthusiastic response, like, oh, thanks for my cheese. And instead, it was this cold, icy, I, I, you got me into trouble. You sent me cheese. Why would you send someone cheese in the post? I missed the post, man. It was hilarious. And the way he recounted the whole thing, I could imagine his poor kind of slapped demeanour, you know. <laughs> but you like cheese. Yeah. We had a whole thing about cheese and I sent you some cheese. <laughs> I like cheese when I know it's coming. And then <laughs> Imagine the people at the post office and be like, oh, you're here for the parcel, are you? You are. Yeah. <laughs> what I love is, 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 is I know what he's like, so I, I'm fairly certain you will have sent her a text message before she picked up saying, did you get your present? <laughs> and then she picks up this stink bomb. <laughs> Did you get your present? Yes, I did. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You hate me, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you're just trying to ruin my life. Thanks. Anyway, awesome. So, so, um, so yes. So we, we're we're we've got the milk. Uh-huh. We've we've got our little goats from the um from from the mountainside, and they've <laughs> they've they've tootled along. Wow, wow. dingle dingle. Ding, That's me ding, with the goat. The bottom of my neck. Yeah, Heidi, pigtails. Oh. They've got nice, rich grasses. So we've kind of got all our milk. Uh-huh. And you do take it. And most cheesemakers then pasteurise it, first right. of all, which is holding it at a temperature which is like 135 degrees for 20 minutes or something. And that that kills off the bacteria. That, that would otherwise kill you. Yeah. But interestingly, the whole thing about cheesemaking, it's, it's that thing of a balance between the bacteria that we let... La- actually make cheese happen that cause the lactic sugars in the cheese you see you can tell wow. i've been doing my research, research. yeah cause the lactic sugars in, in cheese to acidify and thus ca- causing the taste of the cheese to happen oh so i mean it's very similar to what happens when a when a, ca- a calf drinks the milk the enzymes in the calf's stomach process the milk and turn it into a curd anyway so it can get the energy from it Wow! So, what you're doing is you're just doing you're eating it outside. Yeah, that makes it sound so appetising, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh wow! So, but of course, there are also there will be bacteria present or that can live in the milk that will kill you. So you kind (laughs) of be careful, kids. (laughs) So you have to you have to kind of you know find this balance between the two. And um, then what happens apparently? Is you need to separate it in the cheese into, and I think this process applies for like most cheeses. It happens in slightly different ways after that, but most cheeses, then you have to curdle the milk, which means it separates into curds and whey. Yes. Now, and you do this by adding um, a kind of combination of things, which apparently cheese milk makers call their culture. And apparently, cultures are like some secret guarded kind of family history thing well, I mean this is where I think some of my confusion set in as a child because people were telling me all oh, weird milk product things like you take some milk and you agitate it long enough and it becomes butter and then you take some milk and you agitate it and it becomes cheese and I'm sorry what becomes two completely different 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 substances and the milk is very temperamental isn't it getting agitated yeah yeah exactly it's cultures and it's a combination of rennet which coagulate or if you like they use a vegetarian 
um, alternative, right? Which coagulates the milk, uh-huh. which makes it kind of thicker, lovely, and the curds thicker, yeah, and kind of an acid, like something like like some bacteria that will kind of make it separate, basically. So uh-huh. like something kind of an acid, so that basically the milk curdles because what you know if you put lemon if you put lemon juice in milk i don't know if you've ever done it if you're making homemade kind of fresh young cheese that's one way to make it is you put you put like lemon Mm. juice in milk and you kind of it it does the curds away thing oh my god yeah there's this amazing recipe for for it in um claudia roden's middle eastern cookery and it's to make it's like ricotta it's that kind of soft cheese that you can't doesn't keep that yeah. you use for like one you know but that's what it is it's the curds it's curd wow. cheese essentially so that's what happens and then apparently you get this big fat full of like curds and and then the the, the way and then kind of a lot of the next bit of the process as i understand it yeah. is separating out off all the way and getting the moisture off the curds yeah. so it gradually comes to separate oh yeah that's it then you leave the so you get the you drain off the curds and you leave them overnight right and, and you kind of like drain off all the way and then you chop it into little bits yeah you do you do i thought I, that's right yeah Oh God! Because I saw two minutes of a kind of informative educational program, um, and, and I saw <laughs> them part doing, of my research. I saw them doing that bit. Yeah, and if you're making cheddar, you do it this way, where you chop it up into little bits, mm-hmm. and then you heat it slightly, and it grains. It goes into little curd grains, and it looks rank. It looks yeah, it really does. disgusting. It looks like baby steak on a massive scale. <laughs> it really does. And then that's when you put it into the moulds and start to weight it slightly yeah. so that the 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 kind of little the little grains kind of bond with each other and they mm. start to make the, the, the cheese consistency. But and then, then and then some cheeses you weight and some cheeses like they ha- like they, they put in different moulds so that the they come together slightly differently. Yeah. But it's it's more or less so that they it's pressed together well i mean i suppose a lot of that would, would, do, would depend on what kind of consistency you want in things you wanted a really firm hard cheddar yeah or, or like what milk you started with as well because i think apparently some milks won't make some types of cheddar who knew how cool is all this i know it's amazing and along the way there's all sorts of different things you can do to right. kind of affect what you know like how long you leave the curds on and how much you drain it off do you how much moisture you do you leave in it what mm. kind of cultures you add Ooh. what milk you start with do you pasteurize do you not this is like the most uncool rap ever what milk you start with do you pasteurize or not this is the cheese maker's rap yeah i'm so cool oh gosh Gloria. yeah i am that cool i think i think what we need to do now we need to step away from the educational side of this what are you not finding this interesting yet and fascinating i'm interested in looking at you your arms are everywhere your face is alight with curiosity and pride (laughs) yes you found this out Um, and it is interesting but i've got cheese playing for me yeah no really i can't I've held back to a, a certain amount. We've been polite, but yeah. we need to... I mean, it'll be quite nice. I mean, if you wanted to, right, you mm-hmm. could pause your episode right now and just go into your fridge and get yourself some cheese. Uh-huh. And you could just you could just eat along with us because it's, it's pretty good. I think you need to say what we've got. Yeah, I, I'll say what we've got and why we've got it. Because apparently a good way to kind of enter the world of cheese. World of cheese. Apparently there's a world of cheese. So a good way to enter it is you get, you kind of... You can kind of look at cheese in a number of categories. There's soft cheeses, yeah, 
um, which are kind of high fat. They've got high fat content in are the they? milk. Really high fat. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought hard cheeses were much worse. Uh, no, apparently, because they've got high, it's the consistency. So high fat cheeses oh. um, and, and you things like brie and, oh, God. And, and brie de mo. And I don't know if there's a kind of English soft, they're probably, oh, there's, there's stinking bishop, which is a, a soft cheese. Well, I mean, they make brie in England. Yeah, and the, there's just, Somerset brie. Not known as a as as as, a, as an English cheese, is it? Yeah, I suppose. it's kind but of then the, we've got the some methods. Great cheeses, like your Wensleydales, your oh, Cheshire. We've got some bloody great cheeses. Oh, Mostly hard cheeses, though. Yeah, yeah. and um, so it's, so uh, standing in for our soft cheese, we have a, a a camembert. I'm sorry, it's not any particular kind of camembert. I went to Sainsbury's and yeah. I bought some cheese, and and it's a camembert bog standard one from there. I like camembert. It's the more stinky brie. Yes. More stinky, the better, I say. I'm quite excited you know, about that. I, uh, oh, sorry. C- continue with, with the rest of your cheese explanation before I launch into another cheesy anecdote. Oh, yeah, I do. I love your cheese. <laughs> love okay. me. Go on. Just, just, just me, do the cheese anecdote in, in now. In my ignorance, um, I thought, you know, I'll do one day. I'll have a picnic, a really kind of light picnic. I'll get some cheese. And um, I was in France at the time. So instead of buying <laughs> a little wedge, I didn't understand that you could kind of spread camembert and things of its ilk you know like and it was a really deep kind of a, a deep base one and i ate half a round <laughs> for lunch i had the worst stomach ache afterwards and i was like oh what have i done what have i done and i didn't realize i'd had enough calories to keep an army for a week i had like half a french stick half a wheel of cheese it was enormous i just kept plowing through it with determination you know me i can really eat so uh, so i ate all this cheese and I'm sat there groaning my kind of, my deathly silent stomach afterwards that's just packed full of dairy and bread. What have I done wrong? Why do I feel so ill? <laughs> and, and, I, and I saw other people in the park in France kind of daintily measuring out a little bit of cheese and spreading it on their bread. They weren't just slicing it up into huge, desperate jan- desperate dan chunks and placing it on, like... Just balancing yeah, it. The bread was there to balance. It. it was just balancing the <laughs> cheese with the bread. And um, they were actually spreading the cheese and making it last. What? Mystery to me. Whoa. I'd been eating this kind of, this cheese that was supposed to be enough for 10 people. <laughs> like like it was a snack pot. <laughs> oh God. So ill. So, so Yeah, Ill. but it was worth it. You know it was, it was really worth nice it. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, next, you, and then apparently you can get the oh. mid soft cheeses, which are things like Telegio, which right. is kind of, it's still, it's still soft, but it's, you know, it's, it's in the mid, in the mid. And then we've got a, we had to, had to get cheddar. I had to get cheddar for a hard cheese. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. It's ubiquitous. You can't get away from it. No. And it, and yet it just still delivers. I mean, even a supermarket, this is a kind of supermarket, the best range mm. one, but it's still, it's such a great cheese. And yeah, there are so many things that you can do with it. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of our cuisine is, is built around it from from cheesy chips to <laughs> cheesy beans to what are you doing <laughs> to jack Stop and dissing us. Uh, we, we have more than cheesy chips and things on chips well sure i bet yeah <laughs> uh, no i oh, know i i thought you meant we have that as well no but that does have cheddar it does okay. have well maybe not cheddar but maybe no, some other welsh hard, cheese in it but you can make it with cheddar cheese, yeah. mm. then we've got a blue i had to get gorgonzola because there was no stilton in um which is another group of cheeses. And then I've got goat's cheese. Oh, I love goat's cheese. Yeah. This one's a, a soft-ish goat's cheese. Young one. Really nice. And um, yeah, so um, we've got those and we thought we might just kind of eat them at yeah. you. And let you listen. Yeah. Kind of chew down the microphone. 
<laughs> uh, no, I thought we would eat them and then kind of ruminate on them and think about, you know, things make, that... Making jilly golden noises. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's like we're so kind of nice. getting the top notes of... Um... <laughs> I think I'm getting some packaging there. <laughs> Oh, and the other great thing about this is I've set them out on a on, on a board, yeah. and I've and I've done some traditional cheese accompaniments. I've chopped up some celery to go mm. with the blue cheese. Wonderful. I've chopped up some apples because I think that goes really well with the cheddar. Yes. I've got some tomatoes for randomness. I've got some onion chutney because I love it, and it's the sex. It is. The, it is good. I've got some oat cakes because I prefer them to crackers. I think you're wrong there, but we'll talk about another time. Yeah. Well, we could talk about it now. I mean, you know, it all goes I, with cheese. Know, I think, I think oat cakes are not, not uh, crackers for me. I'm sorry, just crackers. Water biscuits, crackers, not oat cakes. What are you doing? Because they just, they just complement the cheese so much better. Oats you know, and you know, cheese, what, oats and cheese. Like it. it's, it's that there's, there's just that faint hint of sweetness in an oat crack. Yes, in an oat thing. yes, That's why I don't like yes. It. No, no, no. Yeah, sweet and cheese is like way forward if you ask me. Yeah, but me. then you're gonna put chutney on. So you've got yes. sweet sweet Look at you, sugar monster. Yes. No, you're wrong. But luckily, she has got some sliced, delicate kind of brown bread for me there. And um, I like. I think that the, the tiny little cherry tomato is going to be nice with the goat's cheese. Mm. So I think. Yeah, no, it's a bit of a classic. Oh, it's wow. going to be a bit of a classic. Oh. Happy days, here we go. Are, are there any big groups we left out? I say we, you, 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 you me. This, I don't think so. I think you've got blue, soft, medium, soft, hard. And go and kind of goat's cheese, which non non cow, non cow <laughs> cheeses. <laughs> yeah, I so what happens? Do, do do we kind of sign off for a minute and and just gobble it all up and then come back, or do we eat and talk? <laughs> I think we could try eating and talking. We could try eating like and talking. Some kind of filthy rendezvous. I know. How, how does this work? How does it? <laughs> do Let I just me. uncover my bottom half <laughs> <laughs> and look away? <laughs> Let me uh, guide you. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's cheese. It brings me out in wrongness. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try some of the blue though, because I've got an, I've, I've got I've got a factoid about the blue, like Go a on. geek. Um, we've got some gorgonzola, which is a kind of milder, creamier um, blue, and. Um, when I, was, when I was looking at these cheeses, uh-huh. I found this thing. Apparently, right? You know how they get the blue bits, which is the mould, in, yeah. in, in the blue cheese? They inject it with um, mould cultures, penicillin mould cultures. No way. Right, when it's, when it's maturing. And they let it mature and sit for a bit and kind of firm up. And then, and the mould doesn't do anything. And then they kind of inject with a little bit of air. And that gives the mould some oxygen to work with, and so it develops a little bit of a little bit of co- like the, the little mould cultures and a little bit of a little bit of flavour along the, along there. Oh God! Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Does it put you off the blue, blue cheese now? It, it, no, it do, it doesn't seem as kind of lovely. I mean, it's, it's it's gone from alchemy to deep science, and it's being tampered with. I'm not sure if I like that. How mm. is it? Is it good? Mm. It's so much milder than you expect. It is. Mm. It is, but then... Gorgonzola is. It's, it's one of those things where you can have a big mouthful and you're like, oh, that's really palatable and it's not blowing my head off like I thought it might. And then you have a tiny, tiny, tiny f- fingernail full of it and you get the exact same taste explosion. It's like, mm. it's very, very tasty. There's a lot going on in just a little bit. Okay. It is. It's just a way forward. I had some goat cheese and tomato them. That was nice. Damn you. Damn your eyes. Very fresh. Damn your eyes. How can you do these things? 
I've never had celery before. I mean, I've had it, and I, I disliked it from an early age, so I just don't do it. But I'm going to try it. And what do, you, what do you think I should have with the blue? Yeah. Apparently, celery in blue is the way forward. It, it, it's how you should how you should eat it. I'm watching Mia anxiously because I know she's not a fan of celery. She's still not a fan of celery. She's 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 continuing manfully. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell her by my Why would you eat that? Why would you put that in your mouth? That's a punishment. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, clearly, so this is a crime against cheese uh-huh. going on going on in Mia's world. Have you already world. had some camembert? Yeah, I had a little slice. Oh. Oh. But I don't know. I mean, what do you think would be the worst accompaniment to cheese? Poo. <laughs> I don't know. What, what would be the worst accompaniment? I'm just trying to think. Like, if you served up a cheese board and someone put something on it and you'd be like, why? Why would you, why would you put that on the cheese board? No, because it all works. Mm. Because, you, okay, meat. Some kind of meat would probably be the worst thing because it would just be too much. Because yeah, really, then you like it as like vegetables and fruit. Mm. But then, like mm. like an antipasta thing where you have the that's really really nice. The the, the antipasta one. Me is just taking a little bite of the the camembert. Camembert is another one. Wow. Stinky cheeses are great because they smell like death, and you think you're gonna die. Yeah. And and yet, and yet in your mouth, it's it's brilliant. It's yeah, lovely. it's just kind of got that. It's got the same. How would you? I mean, if you were an alien, like, and how would you describe to an alien the taste of cheese? It's kind of salty. <laughs> I would never go for it. I know. They'd be like, <laughs> like, we eat this this milk product that's been created by mold cultures, wrung from an animal. Yeah, squeezed the juice we, from an animal. We steal food from from baby animals, yeah. um, <laughs> and then we inject it with mold. Beautiful. <laughs> We eat it at room temperature with celery. Celery, what is this celery? That's oh, wrong. you'll like it. It's some kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Try it. I'll be behind you going, don't bother. Don't. It's vile. And, uh, yeah. They, yeah, they wouldn't go for it. It tastes a little bit like a fart, but in a good way. <laughs> what? Cheese does taste a little bit like fart. Have you ever done that to someone? Like... Trumped and let them eat it practically. Oh! <laughs> Just when you've been in a really shitty mood, like you, you've pissed me off. You can have this. <laughs> I take that back. I didn't say that. I'm a lady. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still. I'm still. In There's shock. that second of absolute horror. They like. They look at you like you've killed them. <laughs> and and they you might you've just done. have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I recommend this. This I think this is the way to construct a cheese board. You have to have one of each type. You, do. you know, you like one hard cheese, one blue cheese, one random cheese, and one. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to sit here and debate the kind of the differences between two very very similar cheddars. Mm-mm. I don't know that much. No, no. We need we need clear defined differences. Mm. This one's soft. That's nice. <laughs> this one's this one's hard. That's also nice. <laughs> okay. The apple and the cheddar. I'm not a fan of together. Oh my I, God, we're I having so many controversial I differences. I think they kind of negate each other. The apple stops being fresh and the cheese stops being lovely and cheesy. Wow. You see, for me, that's like one of my favourite snacks. Sit there with a whole... and I get a big block of cheese and like half an apple and kind of a couple of bits of like probably oat cakes. If it's mm-hmm. me, it'll be oat cakes. And a knife and I just sit there cutting a slice off the apple, cutting yeah, a slice off the cheese. Together? Yeah, sometimes. Or I eat one after the other, maybe. maybe I think I one after the other, other would be all right, but, but together mm. is probably a no. Mm. 
I don't. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm absolutely spoiled for choice now. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to have some more. I'm going to have chutney. I have realised that um, cheese lends itself. I realise I have quite idiosyncratic cheese eating techniques. What do you mean? Well, the fact that I will sit there with a a whacking great bit of cheddar on my plate, yeah. and 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 sit there with a knife and just chop off bits of it. It's like a little mini cheese board. I sit there, kind of eating a little bit of cheddar. Eating a little bit of apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating, eating a little bit of oat cake. Enjoying my oat cakes. <laughs> and, 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 and I always thought that everyone did that. And I've realised that... Do you know what I'm doing? I'm, it, I'm doing some kind it's of like true. sick marriage. I've got chutney and bread. And one half has cheddar and the other half has gorgonzola. And I'm not going to eat them together at the same time. But still, it's kind of a dangerous combination. So Shock, shocking, shocking and appalling. What I have to say is... What are your views on, on, on four cheeses? Four cheeses on pizza, four cheeses on pasta. I'm never quite sure. Cheese upon cheese. I think... I'm a bit of a purist, though, when it comes to... But just generally, that's my nature. I think I, I tend to like things for themselves and not necessarily in combination. I don't think I've ever experienced a really good cheese mix before like you know when it's been in the same thing like a two cheese sandwich or something else something else i think it's better when you just have one thing mozzarella mm. on a pizza yeah mascarpone in a pudding yeah you know. don't need a, don't need the two together no. hmm. it's interesting she says extracting her sticky cheese covered so i suppose we could move on to whilst we continue to enjoy the rest okay. of this cheese board and i'm sorry if we continue to yeah, crunch no, away at you ha, well, ha, ha, ha. what do you think i mean do you agree i don't know because i always find it a bit much i think the thing about cheese is i can get a bit muched out by it yeah um it kind of you know sometimes I mean, it's it, obviously not happening today anytime soon is it We're yeah just no no clearly not happening today but sometimes especially when cooked i think when you cook cheese because it's so rich and you're kind of all melty and what have yeah. you. I just, I think, oh, do you know, hmm. that might be a crime against against cheese. Go on. Is when you cook with it, right? Um, for some reason, people think that if you add more cheese, it improves things. Which is true in the case of cauliflower cheese. But when you kind of like melt cheese on something. Yeah. And you melt cheese really, really thickly oh on top God. of something. You know what? That that makes me so mad. This going back to pizza, pizza rage. It is. It's pizza. It's that's what I was thinking mm. about. It was pizza. And you get kind of delicate splodges, or mozzarella or something on there. Mm. And then people complain because there's not enough cheese. I know. It's like this isn't anyone to eat a whole slab of cheese. You want some bloody cheese like that? Have cheese on toast. Yeah, exactly. I want to taste the pizza. God damn it. To reiterate one last time, a pizza should mostly be more <laughs> more bread and tomato based than cheese. That's, that's, that's my general rule. Yeah. I, you know, and, and it, yeah, even, I have to say this. If I have that's to, the third, that's fine, but no more than that. Yeah. It, it, no more. Come on. There's, there's no need. I think I even, I even have to say like, if you've got a pie, yeah, like with mashed potato, Ooh. and you like toast some cheese on the top of it, nice. Yeah. But, there's too much cheese on top of it. And it's then lost. it just becomes a cheese thing. Slab. It stops it stop being what it is. <clears throat> yeah, toasted cheese. Once it, once it becomes toasted, it becomes so much more solid. And then you have the problem of like, it takes a tick. Mm, yeah. it it's, it's not a good thing. 
No, it's a good thing. No, I it's not. I'd, I'd assume they're a bit risky. But, you know, I'm such a daredevil. Honestly, my idea of risk is ridiculous. <laughs> 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 this, this is my idea of risk. I, I, was doing, I was doing a meal, you know, when you kind of use everything that you've got in your cupboards up. Mm. So I had a bit of couscous. And I, I was on a training course this week. Um, mm. Don't ask, I'll tell you all about it later and bore you to death with it. But I wanted to take some lunch. So I thought, oh, I'll make, I'll make a couscous salad or something and do like roasted vegetables with it. Or, you know, just... Um, it was all going well right up to the last minute when I, when I saw this kind of like lonely little chunk of parmesan in the ah. fridge. And that's what I did. I grated some parmesan into it thinking, this, this has to be a good idea. Why wouldn't this be a good idea? And it was really wrong. Mm. And the parmesan dried out the couscous to such a degree that it was like powder on my plate. It didn't even taste nice. I was quite upset. Yeah, no. You know, when, when, you spend, when you actually bother yourself to spend age preparing something the day after that, you think I'm going to enjoy this, and then you don't. I was a bit miffed. And everyone else was sat around eating their shop bought nice sandwiches. <laughs> and my homemade thing was duff. <laughs> oh, that's really galling. Yeah. Yeah, really, really disappointing. Especially when you only find out on the day. Yeah. That, that, that's very, very distressing. And upsetting makes me cry. <laughs> there is, of course, another realm of food, food crime. Not mm. just the kind of... Sorry. I just had some gorgonzola on bread with a bit of chutney. Oh, it was yes. outstanding. Yes, that is, that is a very, very good way to eat it. Very good way. Apart from the, the overloading of cheese in cooking, there are some other food crimes. And as, you know, predictably, they're ones that are caused by, by making a product, kind of manufacturing it. You know, the alchemy of cheese. Okay, I can understand. Is it amazing that you can kind of rationalise the alchemy of cheese and, and make a reliable cheese? I mean, you know, God knows our thirst for cheddar yeah. wouldn't be satiated by any other means. No. However, it has given rise to some questionable products. I mean, I suppose America has a lot to answer for. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep beating the same drum, but, but you know, it's so big. There's such opportunity there, isn't there, for badness? Such wealth and dairy farmers. I mean, you know, the raw yep. products. And I'm sure there are great cheeses out there. Please don't hit me. But I have to say, what comes over here, our Not interpretation. Good. Yeah, well, no, that, that's it. It's, it's, it's the stuff that is just kind of screamingly popular enough to make it across the water. Mm, and exactly. it's, it's always things like that indescribable yellow mush you get on burgers at McDonald's. Mm. That's not cheese. Like, what is it? Uh, cheese slices. Craft cheese slices. Are they even craft cheese slices? Oh, no, they're not. They can be any kind of cheese slices. I, mean, I worked at McDonald's, don't forget. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've seen them in bulk form. It's kind of disgusting. Are they, like, are they still in those little cellophane wrappers? No, no, they're not. They're basically, um, it's just slice and slice and slice on, on one on top of the other um, in a pack. And it's not, they're not separate. You just peel one slice of cheese off the other, off the other slice. So it's been kind of, they've been made and then they've been put together for ease of transportation and dealing with. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit sick. It's a little bit, a little bit putting off. I have to say, I mean, I do remember mm. discovering and being absolutely amazed by the technology and like the innovation and the strangeness of cheese slices in a cellophane wrapper. What do you mean? I just thought they were like, it was just so weird because it's like unlike anything I'd eaten ever, and, <laughs> I, you know. And I am a bit of a I'm a bit of a taste junkie. Like if there's something new that I've never tried, yeah, I'll have to try yeah, it. And yeah. even when I was a kid, that was definitely the same thing. 
and obviously I grew up I grew up in quite a whole food fooled house no you I'm don't say <laughs> so yeah this this strange this strange product that came in a wrapper yeah and you could like unwrap it and then put it on top of a burger when it was in the pan and melt it that was that was quite amazing and I have to admit, this is disgusting. It makes my t- stomach turn a little bit. Now, I almost bought some craft slices for us to have on our cheese board as a joke. And I couldn't <laughs> bring myself to do it because it's like Hello. plastic. It looks like plastic. It's like kind of like this strange plastic with cheese flavouring. I just don't understand it. And yet, and you yet. You can't reward that kind of thing by buying it, by giving the producers money. Even if it's just for joke means, you've given them more than a pound. Wrong. Actually, they're only 50p and yeah, I still couldn't do it. No. I used to eat them out of the fridge, peel them off the wrapper and eat them like that. (laughs) No! What the hell was wrong with me? How old were you when you met Will? I can imagine Will being like (laughs) your illegal food dealer. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of stood there in a tiny, tiny crumbie beside in the cold food section. Have have you tried this, love? (laughs) Some cheese slices. (laughs) I know, by that point... Cheese slices? Oh no, no, I, I couldn't possibly. Please, I've, I've been trying so hard. I, I, I can't have any more cheese slices. Uh, by that point, I decided that they were terribly passe. I was in my sophisticated food uh, oh. uh, point, uh, where, where any I wouldn't even allow myself that I ever enjoyed cheese slices. I've, I've delayed eating like the last chunk of camembert because it, it's my favourite. So I'm, I'm just, I'm going to save it. Let's just have a little moment of silence whilst Mia. Enjoy is that camembert. Yep. She's having a little bit of a sex moment there. Well. <laughs> a little bit of a happy cheese there. Mm. She's being transported back. There's memories there. There's taste sensations. Sick, can... <laughs> sick memories. <laughs> yeah, sick memories. <laughs> the, the lying there in agony <laughs> thinking, why did I eat all that cheese? That was beautiful. Oh. You know what I like about it? Almost... One of my favourite things about it is, is is the different textures. So you get the the firmness of, of the outside, of the mm. coating, the waxy thing. Then you get the really soft bit, which always kind of melts quickly. And then there's the inside, kind of like firmer grain stuff. That's, mm. that's awesome. Although I do spend my life searching for, and it's so hard to do it. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Cheese at the right temperature. Ew. It's really hard because... You do need to store it in the fridge. And today I bought them, because I'd bought them, they're stored refrigerated. Yeah. I mean, they'd had a little bit of time to, to come off. And that is a bit of a food crime because most cheese is better at food temperature, especially soft cheese, because you get that texture kind of um, distinction between mm. the softness and the rind, everything like that. But it's really hard to do unless you kind of remember if you're serving cheese on a cheese board, to kind of set up the cheese board four hours before. So it's there. And then it it sit. But actually, that is a blooming, that is one of the things that irks me about modern kind of cheese consumption. Is they come in those bloody, a lot of the cheese in the UK comes in the kind of shrink wrap packets. And it's so hard to store. It's so hard to store. You do need to just stay at store. And like, I... The, the the best solution I found you is Tupperware yeah. Tupperware in a fridge, but because otherwise well, you get one side is like, like even fifty yet, and we're now we're talking about Tupperware like it's a necessary thing. You need you need Tupperware. You really do need Tupperware. Really no Tupperware is amazing. How could we? I mean, you know, what what a great thing Tupperware is. Yeah, but yeah, 
Storing it in the fridge in a Tupperware box is the only way forward. Because otherwise you get that horrible hard line where it's been stored in the fridge and the air gets to the side of the cheese. Oh, yeah. And it's just so disappointing. And you think, why don't you sell it in a kind of better pack? And, you know, or a, re- a resealable pack would do. I think we do. on a cheese investigation committee. Mm. Yeah, cheese packaging committee. Mm. I would also like to know, I, yeah, I would also like to know if there's a better way to store it. But I think that Tupperware box in the fridge is the only way to do it, really. I suppose people used to kind of, because you can get um, cheese domes, can't you? A bit yeah, like you those, those enormous glass things that would go over the top of the cheese when you stored it in the larder so the air couldn't get in and it was in the right temperature. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need in my life. Then I would need a larder. Uh, you would need a larder. I would need a larder if I, if, if I was going to make well, that your work. Your kitchen's going to become like an entire space devoted to keeping things at room temperature. You may as well just lose the fridge. <laughs> yeah, forget the fridge. Lose the fridge. fridge. I'd keep all my meat at room temperature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything room temperature you don't see Will for weeks when he comes out he's emaciated because he spent several days a week on the pot he's kind of trying not to die <laughs> Gloria gave me green meat again <laughs> oh god I've tried to tell her you don't need to serve it yeah. <laughs> keep it store it at room temperature just because the bacteria like it that way doesn't mean it's alright I know your bacteria's friend, Gloria, but really. <laughs> but, um, mm. I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like I've gone completely off the point now. What are we talking about? Well, I was having a bit of a rant oh, right. about, about how cheese is stored. But then we were talking about cheese slices yeah. and other products to do with cheese. And how they're evil. Yeah, okay. I mean, obviously, cheese slices are an offence and you don't have any of that. You know what's really nice on burgers, actually? If you're going to make homemade cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Red Leicester. Mm. Because there's that there's that real tanginess there. Mm. It's a completely different experience to cheddar on a burger. It's really good as well. It works brilliantly with onion. Mm. Like grill it over the onion on, on your little bread cake. Is that how you do it? You do the onion and then just whack the cheese under the grill yep. to get that cheeseburger effect. That's oh. always been my problem, you see, because I didn't know. How do I get it? How do I get it done? Well, really what you have to do is toast the bread first. So bread under grill. Mm. Then if, if you're going to do your actual burger onions as in a bit fried and softened, Stick them on, stick the cheese on top, stick that back under the grill. Then you, you, you compile the glossy monster of meat, cheese and bread. Which, I mean, it's beautiful. A cheeseburger. We salute you. You know, mm. God. Fantastic. What, mm. what an amazing thing. And there's, there's definitely a time and a place. Sometimes I crave them more than that kind of thing ought to be craved. And I have to get pickles and everything, all the little accoutrement that go with it. Yeah, you have to have everything, oh, don't you, to go with it. Like the proper mustard and the ketchup. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you've got it, it's like a big... Like, do you see that? Is it a real burger? When, when you do it yourself, it's enormous and it's a meal. <laughs> Not one of these sad sack little things that crams as many calories as, as, you know, as the real thing has in. That's disappointing. Boo, boo. You know the other one that shocks and appalls me? And actually, it's the adverts that shock and appall me and make me want to, to kill things. Bloody, well, two. Bloody cheese strings. Yeah. They're horrible. They're, they're so horrible. The reason you can peel them is because they're bloody not even cheese. Yeah. Oh, it's got calcium in it, yes, and, and a lot of fat. Children. It's aimed mm, at children. That's and it, isn't it? I mean, people buy them for kids and you think, well, why not just start injecting fat directly into their bodies? Mm. Get a big hypodermic. Do yeah, do, way. you know. You send them to Greg's two nights a week for their tea. Mm. You're giving them cheese strings for their pet lunch. Just stop it. How, how, where's common sense gone? One of my... This is this is really bad. One of my family, she was a bit chubby as a child. And, um, and, and she kind of... People would say, but she doesn't snack in between meals and things, but her meals themselves were like, you know, a catalogue 
of sort of food child ignorance, cheese strings with lunch and stuff, and you mm. think, well, there's your problem. Yeah. Plural, cheese strings, plural, more than one. Yeah. Oh, oh God. But you know that, yeah, it is. You're right. It's that thing of that they come and and because cheese is quite wholesome, I suppose, because it's a natural product and it's kind of it's just fat and milk and what have you. It's kind of like, oh, it's all healthy, and you know, there's a whole glass of milk in it, and you're like, yeah, well, but it's, it's not wartime. We're not rationing anymore. You don't have to scrape as much fat into people as you possibly can. You know, you don't you don't have to emphasise the nutrition value of eggs and milk and cheese because people can eat other things now. Mm. We've got access to food stuff, so it should be should be it should be a big salad cell, big push on salad. Yeah, and, and it's the same thing with dairy lean munchables. Oh God. Right, Dairy Lee, the the, the that, strange the strange really the strange spread. Yeah. Which well, you know what's so offensive is that now you can get a ham in them as well. And you think, Oh, this is gonna be just a really top class product, isn't it? Brilliant. The ham it looks like some awful glossy pink skin of something. It's disgusting. They're so high in fat and, and saturated salt. fat and, and salt. They have to be rid of with fat and salt because otherwise I wouldn't taste for anything after they've been refrigerated for so long and mm. air packed. Exactly, and that and they're kind of sold as like the responsible cho- choice for mums to buy when they're sending their kids off to blooming school. Yeah, you, <laughs> I, the advert makes me want brilliant? to kill people. Because we've demolished a cheese board. All that's left is a tiny bit of cheddar. Oh, we it's are all awesome. Gone. I mean, it's all gone, barring my share of the celery. But <laughs> we've eaten it all, Gloria. Well, whilst we're on, on on a fat child rant, Britain. <laughs> thou art obese and you know it <laughs> and we're sat here just eating eating the fat we're eating the fat god damn it at least we're getting fat on nice stuff yeah and to be fair it was smaller amounts of cheese there was it a was. lot of there was a lot of stuff on the side <laughs> to eat with it I'll just yeah. keep trying to kid myself <laughs> oh do you know when we have to not we Go have on. to not forget you know in our in our rant yeah. the honourable mention to I have a certain affection for this so it's totally wrong Dried parmesan. Oh god, I totally love it, but it's totally wrong. You I totally, don't even like. Do I don't you like love it. You know what it tastes like? It tastes. It tastes like, like sick. Yeah, it tastes. It does taste like sick. It tastes like sick with nuts in. Which I love it. It's like they've tried to inject the nuttiness afterwards because it's so dried and desiccated at that point. But it's it's a kind of hallmark of a certain era in British eating, though. That's yeah. why I love it. It's like when people realise like browning. Yeah, <laughs> people realised there was such a thing as spaghetti bolognese, first of all, yeah. when, you know, when there was kind of the influence of, it's kind of post-war and then, you know, the affluence of the 60s and, you know, European cooking and the influence of Elizabeth David and, oh my God, the other cuisines, you know, garlic is actually okay. And suddenly everybody loved spaghetti bolognese. Everybody loves spaghetti yeah. bolognese. And people would try and recreate that experience of being at the Italian, being at the restaurant and having the special thing. And you'd get a special little tin of, of dried parmesan to, to every oh. shave. The taste of nothing but wood shavings and sick. And yeah. yet, and yet, and they still sell it. Of course they do. It's because people, still like people get into habits and they won't ever change. Yeah. Whereas when you actually grate parmesan and, 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 and you know, the, the lovely inherent creaminess of the curls, mm-hmm. my God, what would you do? Why would you, why would you, why would you do anything else? And yet, and yet, and yet you do, oh, I do love it though. I do love it. My, my, <laughs> my like mum and her, guilty pleasure. Yeah, my mum and her sisters used to really irritate their mother by, kind of who who was kind of hot on table manners and other such things and they would kind of say pass the dried sick please around the table (laughs) totally drive drive my grandmother mad oh that's so disgusting (laughs) (laughs) 
it's so not happening in, in my nan's house she'd look at you kind of as if you were deranged parmesan what <laughs> i mean she eats it when she goes out but she wouldn't stock it in her cupboards no there wouldn't be enough <laughs> waste of money by the time she's bought the like 15 packets of biscuits to keep all the grandkids on a constant sugar high that there'd be no space left for, for, for sick cheese. Oh, it's going to be great being grandmother. Just like yeah. continually like wind <laughs> them up and watch them go. Yeah. Here you go, kids. <laughs> you can have them back now. I've had my fun. <laughs> In fact, no, I'll just uh, have them around and watch you to try to control them once I've filled them with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Payback. Payback Be back all teenage years. <laughs> this is your turn. Have it. We didn't mention the nachos thing. Mm. Which is an, another kind of branch of the non-cheese cheese family. Mm. Runny cheese. That doesn't solidify. And it's poured on nachos. It's really What's weird. It's like a cheese sauce, but, but they you call it, it at the cheese. cinema. Yeah. You get real nachos elsewhere and it has kind of melted cheese on. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Isn't it weird? It's, it's like some it's kind strange. of... Apparently, there's some product called Cheese Whiz, which is like some form of, 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 of kind of Fluid spread. Cheese. I think it might be a bit like dairy. I don't know. I've heard mentioned. I've heard tell what a about bit. Primula, squeezable cheese. The yeah. answer, this is a cheese that markets itself on being squeezable, <laughs> but that's the only thing about it that's interesting, and it's just vile. Oh my god, it's so bad. My sisters were obsessed with it, so I, yeah, I had many years <laughs> of, of Primula in the house. Uh, you know, oh. in sandwiches, mom, white bread sandwiches. Mum used to have it, and she also has a really weird combination of things. Cheese, mm. cheese on random sweet things. Like, but you like cheese with sweet things, don't you? Yeah, I like cheddar cheese on digestive biscuits. You know what's really good? Cheese and Christmas cake. Cheddar and Christmas cake. Oh, yeah. Together. That'll, that'll, that'll be happening awesome. this year. Yeah. Definitely. I think I'll, I'll have to be doing that for sure. For sure. For sure. I don't know. I mean, there are probably umpteen yeah. cheese crimes that we haven't, we haven't covered. But I, mean, I feel happy to kind of round it up there. After us eating cheese yeah. at you down the line. <laughs> Interesting. I'm just finishing off the very last of the cheddar now. I think, you know, the thing with cheese is to experiment, is to try new cheeses. And, and it's great because it's so set up, cheese, that you can do that because you can get yourself a little cheese board and you can have like, it's like you can have your own little personal yeah. tasting session if you're a geek like me. It's quite expensive. So it's good if you share it with other people. Yeah, but then you can have like an, a whole evening of being a bit ponty. Yeah. Or just sitting down. Again, yeah, it is quite ponty. Just sitting down. Bottle of wine. Oh, that's nice. Get everyone to bring along a cheese. Just sit yeah. there, chatting, eating, chatting, eating, drinking. I mean, do you know, I discovered, um, because of you and Will, you brought some stilton with apricots to my house. Oh, and yeah. I went nuts over it. It was like, taste happiness. <laughs> I, I kept running off to the kitchen to do cook things, and really, I was just eating cheese, <laughs> slicing it off. And, um, and, and I, I was really enthusiastic, and I tried to get other people involved, and... Uh, my uncle, he's, he's a man who like he likes cheese with just cheese, and the idea of cheese and fruit together like blows his mind. He doesn't like to mix stuff, so he won't have chocolate with raisins in or anything. It's got to be just chocolate or just raisins. The purest, and, the purest he, kind he, of runs in the family. Excessively, yeah, purest. <laughs> and um, and um, I was I was trying to sell him on the whole white silk with apricots thing, which is delicious. Is it the Wednesday Day or was it? It white was it, it was white silk with apricots. You can get Ooh. other kind. The white silk with apricots was unbelievably nice. Mm. You really have to give it a go. Oh, mm. my God. Because, if, especially if, if you're a bit afraid of strong cheeses, it's a white Stilton, so it's kind of, it's stopped before that stage of, you know, blue veiny, shocking mm. blue. Um, and y y you've got the fruit to kind of, it doesn't dilute it, but it does blend, it breaks up the taste a little bit. Oh, yeah, I forget. Some people don't like strong cheese. No. 
I can't imagine living in that world. You just have to try and eat it. That's the thing. As soon as, as, soon as you taste it, you realise that it tastes so much better than it smells. Yeah, exactly. You have to bypass the smell. The smell is part of the fun, but yeah. the, the taste is very different. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, I think, I think we, can't, we could leave it on that happy little note. Right. Go forth and eat cheese. <laughs> Don't eat that blooming dairyly stuff. Plastic, well, primula, yeah. snowball, glooping, yeah. cheese strings. Yeah, I'm All sure we've missed, we've missed some glaringly obvious cheese crime, yeah. but, uh, but we'll, have to, we'll have to leave that open to the listeners um, should they wish to correct us. On anything we've extracted from our book of lies, yeah. uh, you can you can go to the website at www if I could speak dot syndicated dot com, and if you go you click on the bar you can go to forums, and on there there's a little uh, we've got a whole little section today devoted to crimes against food, um, and so you can kind of go there and just you know tell us tell us what's what, comment on food share your recipes yeah all of those good things it's nice got all the back episodes of the shows up on the website as well oh, really? and some yeah and some other some other shows put out by simply syndicated as well kind of we could just basically cover all your lifestyle needs in yeah. podcast form yeah. um yeah so uh, i'll continue saying this at the end of podcasts i mean if you've listened to another one you would be saying why are you saying this again gloria and i'll say because I have to. I'm contractually obliged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honesty. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us eat cheese. We've certainly enjoyed it, eating cheese and yeah. talking about cheese. And yeah, I've been Gloria Lind. Me as Jill. Thank and, you very much. Uh, yeah, hope to see you again soon. Bye. Yeah, bye.